Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bold Expressions. Uh, today, um, I'm joined. Come on, Okay, wait. Sorry. So, so sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so, so sorry. Go ahead. What she doesn't know is that I've been recording beforehand and I'm putting all this up her camera on YouTube. You all did right. not record. All right, you'll Carry see. Carry on, Seth. You'll see. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, as you hear, I'm joined once again by the host of Soapbox Off, Miss Melodic. Hello, 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 everyone. Yeah, so time to put your thinking caps on and turn your critical thinking on high. On high. I can't say it as smoothly as she does. <laughs> I can't say anything really smoothly right now because I'm eating food, but no, I'll do my to, best. She has to replenish herself. Thing. I haven't eaten all day, but I'm going to be here. So uh, today, I may put this one out. I normally have no. uh, some episodes in a can. And so, you know, I'll, I'll mention something that kind of dates it. Uh, as of right now, uh, we've just gone through the second impeachment, the historic second impeachment of uh, Donald J. Trump. Uh, Don, the Cheeto in chief. Hmm? And... <laughs> And of course, you know, to nobody's surprise, more so to our disgust. He was not he was, charged. Right, he, he, he was acquitted. Thank you. Now, hold on, what, let me see if I can find. Sad day, but it is what it is. I wanna say it was what, 50? I think it was, like, it was 57 because he needed 67 and they were 10 short. So 57. Yeah, 57 they were, to so they were 43 or something. To have him charged. Yeah. And there are some people, Miss um, Melodic uh, spoke to some of them in oh. the bowels of uh, YouTube's comment section who. I sure did. Was under the impression that because he was acquitted, that he was found not, not guilty. Um, just going, just which just goes to show how much, how 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 desperate it is that we teach um, civics and certain things and such things. Kind of people, you right. you can't teach those. You can't teach them, my right dear. Though, not them. <laughs> but and, 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 and let me let me let me explain. Oh, let me explain. Well, go ahead. But let no, me let me know when I can tap in. You, okay, you so here's I'll, my thing. Yeah. Okay, so if you explain a strategic measure that a political party must have been trying to use in order for them to not particularly lose their voting power or the voting power that they have left post the last presidential election, they're not going to necessarily ruffle the feathers of their majority constituents because unfortunately, the Republican Party 
isn't just Republicans. It's Republicans mixed with just straight up Trump supporters. They don't care if he goes and he he creates a whole other party, they're going to follow him. Now, before I go into all that, the reason why I said what I said just a second ago is that you can't teach these people is because <clears throat> if he is acquitted, he is acquitted solely because he did not obtain the amount of votes to charge him. That is it. Not, nothing more, nothing less. There was no witness stand. There was no, there was no a supporting evidence. Like they gave just proper good legal debates, but there was nothing solidifying anything beyond where the votes lied. And if you want to be honest, the same way electoral college vote process goes, this went the same exact way. It wasn't just a simple majority vote. Because if it was a simple majority vote, he would have been charged. Unfortunately, from the powers that be well beyond us, they put a threshold, they put a limit. They said you must obtain 67 to make it a clear he's being charged. It can't be a majority vote. So, and the reason why they do that is because again, you have to open your brain cells and not go into just thinking off of high emotion. They did this because if you have different parties within, within you know, the, the Senate and you want to ensure that you have a majority in a variety, technically, Right now, it was majority Democrats, a sprinkle of independent, and maybe a handful, seven Republicans. So what they do, they put that number limit out there to get a better mixture of different parties in order to say that the person is actually charged. You can, you're not going to get it just by the Democrats. The only way that that would have been different is had there not been any Republicans or barely any Republicans in the Senate, and it would have been majority Democrat. And the only reason why I say that is because the Democrats didn't have anything to lose with charging Trump where the Republicans did. I'm gonna be quiet now, cause I know you have more to say, but I that's, people right now, they're only thinking of, well, he didn't get, so that means that he, no, it doesn't mean that he didn't do it. That's just like a jury saying that a man didn't kill someone after he very well did, but he had an awesome ass lawyer. Not saying that this was an awesome lawyer, but I'm just saying it doesn't, it doesn't equate. It's just saying that they, they didn't get the jury that they wanted at the time. Okay. Oh yeah, and while I and while, okay, <clears throat> and sorry. Last, last but not least, aside from that, you can't necessarily say that. Oh well, maybe it's because they truly believe he didn't do it. I would have, I would even give that a little bit more support or a little bit more thought or consideration had Trump actually come and actually petitioned for himself. He had due process. They provided him the ability to defend himself in court. They didn't even have the opportunity to put him on the stand so that he may defend himself. That didn't happen. Nobody came to witness. It was only just legalized debate. 
And that legalized debate technically was not true. If you want to be honest, they charged him before he left office. They charged him before they left office. Well, I'm not going to say they charged him. They accused him well before he left office. Okay. So the process was already in motion. The only thing that did not occur during the time is that he, they didn't start the court process, the court procedure, but him being convicted, that happened before. So technically you can't use the grounds of, well, he's not even in office anymore. No, he's charged. He was charged or he was accused before he left. But it was because of his good friends that they delayed the process until after that the court procedures were in session. So again, that's not that's not a good that's not a good piece of support to use. But it will suffice for those that want to be blindsided because they don't want to see anything happen to Trump because they have a great 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 capacity for denial just like they don't want to believe that racism exists that they don't want to believe that they are racist um it's the good majority of them that are I'm sorry allegedly a lot of them are and if they aren't that then they just want to believe that they are superior than the latter so yeah what you mean okay I'm gonna eat now you can go okay uh yeah <laughs> So, as Miss Melodic stated, <laughs> sorry, they they needed what sixty eight. Uh, the vote came down to fifty seven forty three, uh, and once again, the. Uh, would have to be messing with books right now. And so once again, uh, as with the first impeachment, mm -hmm. the, the... They couldn't get anything to stick. Right, well, it's not that they couldn't get anything to stick. The people who voted to acquit him, mm -hmm. once again, even said, no, he did this thing. Even mm -hmm. the little people like Josh Hawley, you know, from my state, who you know was just bootlicking and just like Lindsay. <laughs> Speak, speaking of Lindsay, uh, no, tell about Lindsay. I I pulled I pulled this up. So uh, Lindsey Graham of South <laughs> Carolina, Ted Cruz of Texas, and Mike Lee of Utah. They were spotted going into a room in the U.S. Capitol that mm. Trump's lawyers were using to prepare for their arguments. Now, mm. mind you, these three are supposed to be the impartial jurors. Mm -hmm. And yet they're going into the room going into with his legal defense. Also, just this is just nothing really, just a side note, looking at a picture of Tom, of a uh, Ted Cruz, he he looks like a demasculated werewolf with that scraggly beard and stuff that he has going on right there. I don't know. There is not a. I don't. I don't want to tie manliness to beards or whatnot, but Are this you? this is just <laughs> this is just horrible. 
But is, he just said, I, I listen, okay. Now, let the record show when everything hit the fan, January 6th. Lindsey Graham was the most outspoken individual on the Republican Party. Matter of fact, social media was rambling for the gods about Lindsey Graham's speech because he was just that upfront about what was wrong with what just happened. He even denounced the whole idea of it being a fake election and rada 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 he wished that you know joe didn't win but he won fair and square let me say it again lindsey graham the republican said all of this january 6th post the riot but once the dust cleared and he went on that nice air force one with trump he comes back singing a different tune all over again. It was like he was rebooted. Now, mind you, I want to make this extremely clear because I know we haven't gotten to this, but I said this once and I'm going to say it again. Think these people, some of these politicians are not thinking about the good of we the people. They are thinking strategy. Okay, okay. They are not thinking about, I want to run as a good person. They are thinking, I want to run and represent my party. Because for some odd reason, parties have become, have, have become personalities for some reason. Anyways, if anybody, including these three, I'm not going to call them names because I already had to get on one person that wanted to call me names because I spoke like an educated person and not a person that was just speaking off of down with Trump or Biden. Didn't, didn't. Okay, so I'm going to speak like an educated individual. If I am a Republican and my party, technically by tradition, we are a strong majority. And at this point in time, we just have a slight minority situation, but typically we're majority and we always go to battle with Democrats for the majority in the Senate, as well as the House and all of the other things, okay? If I know this to be true, I am not going to vote against Trump. I am not going to convict Trump. You want to know why? Because Trump allegedly had already put out there that he was going to start a Patriot Party due to all this nonsense. So to keep the peace, we're going to still support Trump to keep him from causing any more chaos. Because if he creates a Patriot Party, guess what? At least 50% of the Republican Party is a stone cold, straight up Trump supporter. They are not Republicans. They are Trump supporters. Listen to me closely. Trump supporters, not Republicans. Trump supporters. That mean wherever he goes, they're going to go. Not I'm going to stick with the Republican Party, whatever happens if he leaves or stay. I'm No, wherever he goes, they're going to go. That is called specifically a Trump supporter. Moving on, if that occurs, then guess what happens in the long game? 
that means that the Republican Party will no longer be a threat, I don't want to say a threat, a true opponent to the Democratic Party anymore. Because guess what? They won't have as many people in their camp, not in their majority in the population, and then not that many in the Senate. They're not going to have them anymore. You're going to have a little bit of Patriot Party, a little bit of Republican, a little bit of Independent, and then vast majority Democratic. So you know what that means? That means that the Democrats would not have anybody to go against them in politics unless more parties are created that can kind of get more Democrats on their side and then the Democrats are more evened out. So that's long game. That's long game. That's not me trying to throw hate or shade on the Republicans or Trump and his minions. That's just thinking straight political long game. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go with the status quo and pray that somebody else handles our dirty work and hope that the tide shifts to where all these Republicans that we want to keep in the United States of America in our camp so that we can eventually get the Senate and the House back. We don't care about y'all. We just need your votes. Sorry, not sorry, but it's the honest to God truth. Sorry. Allegedly. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so as she as she pointed out, strategy, the mention those three senators try to <laughs> sorry try to focus this back. Oh, sorry. The, you're you're fine. Um, that way we can we can have something shorter than what we normally put out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let me. As as uh, Miss Melodic pointed out, there's about a hundred something that didn't want to even have the trial, but you know they were outvoted. So you so so you know they they went ahead and impeached mm. them. Once again, for those not aware or you know confused, he was he was impeached twice. Impeachment is not the removal from office. Impeachment is the trial in in, in yeah, and is pretty much having the trial in in and of itself. The 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 act of having the trial, mm-hmm. you know, saying we're going to remove you from office, saying we're going to try you for these things, um, and as she mentioned before, hold on, let me get the sorry, let me get the stats. There's been, I believe they said three presidents that were impeached. Um, uh, Some judges. Sorry, here we go. Only to date, only 20 people in U.S. history have ever been impeached. 15 judges, a U.S. senator, a cabinet member, and three presidents. The Senate has only convicted eight, all of those federal judges. Uh-huh. All right. So, so that's a very low, mm-hmm. you know, low margin. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it really is not. Um, now, um, and, and once again, and, and I'm glad I'm here because this, this just goes to show the BS uh 
Oh, 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 oh. One little fun fact, because while you're on that part, and I'm going to make it real short. So he just listed uh, how many have been impeached but not convicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at least about 12 Republicans that were still in office when Bill Clinton was in office, and they actually voted against Bill Clinton just because, and mind you, he was impeached just because of him having the affair. I don't want to say just because. He was impeached because he had an affair with Monica Lewinsky, as we already know, allegedly, but I'm pretty sure that that's fact now because she wrote a book and stuff, right? Anyway. Oh, he did so, that. Yeah, so they wanted him. They wanted him to go through the full out process. These same senators, it's at least about twelve of them, including Lindsey, they were the same ones that were wanting to convict Bill Clinton and have him impeached full process because of his affair. But this man almost had your whole life taken away. Okay, just okay. Just want to put that out there. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. Uh... As I uh, take my time back, um, uh, Senator, retiring Senator Rob Portman, Republican from Ohio, said, I have been very clear that former President Trump bears some responsibility for what happened on January, on January 6th through his words and actions. He said in a statement after the vote, I will listen to, I will listen as a juror, but as I have said, I do have questions about the constitutionality of holding a Senate trial and removing from office someone who is now a private citizen. Now, before we just get into all the BS um, in that statement and in that that whole yeah. right name, it's, it's bollocks, uh, and all that that you know that they they kept talking about. It's like, oh, he did it. He's responsible, but he's a private citizen. So, you know, we can't remove him from office. So I'm going to go, and they talk about the, you know, as I said, the constitutionality of it. Um, I would just like to note that I was so happy that I said that word right. That's why I said it again. I would not go for a third time. Uh, uh, Angelique would be proud of me. So, uh was this guy they talked about you know whether or not it was constitutional or not the framers uh a lot of oh here we go article one section three clause seven um judgment in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than removal from office and disqualification to hold and enjoy any office of honor, trust, uh-huh. or profit under United States. But the party convicted uh-huh. shall, never, shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to the law. Now, I don't know, if, because they kept bringing up this part about what well, we can't remove from, from office because... He's no longer in office, you know. You know they they voted for him. People, people didn't vote for him, which is also funny that his own legal team said mm-hmm. that he was not. Said the people voted for someone else, mm-hmm. especially after his whole thing was, oh, it was false. It was this, this, this. 
So if your own client was saying that the that the election was rigged and the blah 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 blah, but then you say, well, people voted for somebody else. Who are we to believe? Are we to believe your client or are we to believe you? Because if you're saying that he wasn't elected, that means that he knowingly lied about it. You know, to me, to me, seems even more, you know, despicable than just him being stupid. But but didn't they but, also use that and that conjunction like a, a like a fine tooth comb situation? Right, and which means that it's not just they taking can't do from one office, or the other. It's making sure, and, and this is this is a good part. Uh, given that there's good reason to believe impeachment applies to former office holders, if impeachment does not apply to former office holders, then, co then Congress could never bar an official from holding office in the future as long as that individual resigns first. Mm -hmm. Meaning that basically, if Congress had no legality, if they had no power over a private citizen, then there would be nothing, then, then they wouldn't be able to keep that person from running again because they are no longer an office holder. You know, that's, <laughs> it's, it's like saying, can't think of a good analogy at this they point. They did but that pretty heavy throughout. At least I want to say the first lawyer was using um, a very thorough, detailed, specific type of run through of the con uh, of the Constitution in order for him to have support of saying, if he's no longer president, why are we going about this? Because it, the Constitution is saying the president, like all of this is applying to the president which he is no longer the president. And then they were saying the and part. It was it was just a lot. And I just was thinking to myself, this, this is another reason why uh, technically in my personal opinion, and this is just my personal opinion, this is why I feel like for you to use a prehistoric constitution to still apply to the current day events, I feel like it's, it's a, a little it's a little far-fetched because we update and just like an iPhone, an iPhone updates and you get a new manual for every iPhone. I'm not saying to rewrite it completely, but I'm saying that it should be refined due to the current events. Let the constitution always have its historic, you know, presence be known, but it does need some refinement. Just like the amendments, the amendments need review and refinement. That's the word amend. Their amendments have been changed before, yes. and people act people act as if you can't change the constitution. They are literally called amendments. Mm -hmm. The root word "amend" to change, mm -hmm. because as flawed as the founder fathers were, they knew they put in place ways to change to you know change towards you know the times. Now, with regards to what we were saying before. Uh, what you were saying before about you know changing you know amending the constitution whatnot i you know i do understand because our country isn't that old we're we're a baby in comparison to yes. other countries mm -hmm. i think it's the fact that people is it's like it's like when people use the bible they know what's in there but they willingly twist it and only use certain parts to to 
go for their Apply argument. Apply to their benefit. Right. As, as we just pointed out, they clearly left out the second part of disqualifying somebody to hold office again. They just focus in on that mm-hmm. first part because they know most people, especially the people that that they're reaching out to, that base is not going to bother finding out about the second part. It's not going to believe people when they bring up the second part anyway. They're, they're either not going to bother looking it up. They're not going to watch the programs that do talk about you know, preventing somebody from holding office, even though the prosecuting team brought it up several times. But but here was something else. Um, there is also evidence that the delegates of the constitutional co- sorry the constitutional convention accepted that officials could be impeached after stepping down, according to the CRS report. And it notes this understanding also tracks with certain state constitutions predating the constitution which allowed for impeachments of officials after they left office. Um, And as, you know, well, as it should be known um, because, and this is something that, you know, most people probably don't think about because the founding fathers were British citizens that came from Britain, came to America or what, you know, the colonies, they were colonies of Great Britain. So mm-hmm. just to reiterate, they were from Britain. They lived there because these were some old dudes. They were all old white dudes. They lived there. <laughs> they came here. So the basis of the Constitution was based off articles that was present in the uh, British government. Because um, they, they took something from, was it, Warren Hastings, who was impeached by the British government two years after he left office. He was tried for corruption. He was eventually acquitted, but it all happened at the time of the constitutional convention. So they, they, they had precedent as far as they were concerned on how to do these things. Um, Former president, John Quincy Adams, uh, he also subscribed to that. He said, I hold myself and this shows you the difference between him and Trump. I hope myself, as long as I have breath of life in my body, amendable to impeachment by this house for everything I did during the time I held any public office. He said this in 1846 after he left office. Alexander Hamilton noted that impeachment offenses were political as they relate chiefly to injuries than immediately to the society itself. For example, Congress had impeached federal judgments, sorry, federal judges for misconduct and corruption that was not necessarily criminal. One scholar notes that impeachment after an official leaves office is important because it reaches offenses and provides punishment that the criminal process does not. And so, uh, what was there's one guy who's this, uh, Jonathan Turley of George Washington University, who this this was somebody who you know. He now claims that removal of a president is the primary purpose of such a trial, but he was saying something different 22 years ago when it was time for Clinton to be tried. 
and it's funny, and it's not just the Republicans who does this, but it's the Democrat, uh, sorry, yeah, but it's the Democrats as well who, you know, would go back and forth on certain things that they do, certain, you know, they're all, uh, you know, hypocritical to a, a point, but to be so blatant about it, that's why we're calling this out now. Yeah. Um, so, the main person that, that is brought up in quote unquote modern times as as the as the person who who uh sorry give me one second Um, where was I at? William Belknap. He was a he was a former Iowa State legislator. Let's just say so. Who went on to be a Civil War hero and general for the Union Army. Um, Grant made him Secretary Secretary of War held that post for eight years. Um, he became known in Washington for high society living and lavish parties. Living lavishly, as uh, Tony Baker would say. Uh, and nobody knew where the money was coming from until it was discovered that he was, what was it? He had installed, uh, someone he installed to run in a military training post in Indian territory, promised kickbacks for the appointment. Um, and he was pulling in some two, some twenty thousand dollars a quarter from the scheme, which the equivalent today is about two million dollars a year. When Congress found out about it, articles of impeachment were filed that included basically prostituting his high office to his lust for private gain. In an, eff in an effort to stave off the impeachment, Belknap raced to the White House, handed Grant his resignation, and burst into tears. It didn't work. He was impeached later that day. When the case moved to the Senate, Belknap's lawyer argued that he could that he couldn't be tried because he was now a private citizen. The House impeachment managers argued that all the charges stemmed from things he did when he was war secretary. Basically, uh, excuse me. Uh, so basically, oh, and he was convicted. Uh, a majority of senators voted to convict him and this was before the two thirds. Uh, you know, the two thirds necessary to do it. Uh, and let me see about two dozen senators voted to acquit because they didn't think the Senate lacked jurisdiction. Once again, yeah, it's not that they didn't think that he didn't do the crime. They didn't think that the Senate had jurisdiction to try him. So once again, as many of these people, and, and I'll read something from, from a top 
<laughs> Republican, these people are not saying that he didn't do it. It's just that they're trying to say that, oh, well, he's not president anymore, so we don't have the jurisdiction, any jurisdiction over him, which is BS. And as Melodic pointed out earlier, the articles for impeachment were brought up before he left office. I want to say like the seventh or eighth. They brought him up pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. They had their lives threatened. They were ready. However, it was because of Mitch McConnell, mm -hmm. who uh, was at the time was still the uh, majority leader in the Senate and who control who had control over over uh, the articles they looked at and the scheduling that they did. The person who said that and, and this is the, <coughs> the duality of the BS he claimed that you know they didn't have the jurisdiction when it was up to him they could have tried him when he was still in office. But in yep. order to, as, as she said, strategy, in my belief, in order to make it, in order to make this thing be solely on the Democrats and on Joe Biden, he waited until he was no longer in office. So it's, mm -hmm. and they do, they are so blatant in their disrespect mm -hmm. to the Constitution, their disrespect to their to their duty, to what they to what they were sent to, to Washington for. Because it's not like people can't figure that out. It's not like yeah. we can't look up. Because they said when they brought the articles of impeachment up. And somehow some Republicans are still like, Oh, they're just out for blood. And it's like, well, what? How's the party that constantly talks about law and order wants to do anything but follow the rules of law and order? Um, but uh, as, as we said, it was uh, they didn't have the, the, the votes necessary to convict him. Um, in the end, there were seven. Uh, let me see. Richard Burr of North Carolina, uh, which apparently uh, he had previously voted to dismiss the trial based on the constitutionality of it. Oh, okay, third time. Okay, get a drink. Um, uh, Senator. Bill Cassidy of Louisiana. Uh, he posted a video to Twitter after the trial saying our constitution and our country is more important than any one person. I voted to convict President Trump because he is guilty. Um, mm -hmm. I think many people saw him. Uh, you may remember him. Uh, he had a video out uh, like coming out of the trial. Initially, he was like, any rational person listening, look, oh no, sorry. <clears throat> I think he said any objective person listening will listen to the arguments that Trump's team presented and listen to the prosecution. One team did a good job, the other did a horrible job, and 
any objective person listening couldn't possibly vote for Trump. Yep. Um, then there was uh, Senator Susan Collins of Maine. Uh, she said, this impeachment trial is not about any single word uttered by President Trump on January 6th. It is instead about President Trump's failure to obey the oath he swore on January 20th, 2017. His actions to interfere with the peaceful trans the peaceful transition of power, the hallmark of our constitution and our American democracy were an abuse of power and constitute grounds for conviction. She said, my vote in this trial stems from my own, sorry, stems from my own oath and duty to defend the constitution of the United States. The abuse of power and betrayal of his oath by President Trump meet the constitutional standard of high crimes and misdemeanors and for those reasons, I voted to convict Donald J. Trump. Uh, let me see. I'm not going to read everybody's things. There was Lisa Murkowski of Alaska. Uh, that most of these people, you know, their their things like they they upheld their oath as senator. Uh, she said, but the facts that were clear that to her that Trump was responsible for the violence. And it was clear, as as Trump says, like he was he was still the president at that time. So when something's going down at the Capitol, of course, he would be informed about it. There's an attack on the there says there's an attack on the country. The president, of course, is going to know about it, but yet, what it took five hours. It lasted five hours and nothing happened. He was tweeting during the, the, the insurrection. Um, and as she pointed out, President Trump was watching events unfold live, just as the entire country was, even after the violence had started, as protesters chanted, hey, Mike Pence, inside the Capitol. President Trump, aware of what was happening, tweeted that Vice President had failed the country. She said Trump had set the stage for months that the presidential election was rigged and that after he lost, he did everything in his power to stay in power. Mm -hmm. um, Mitt Romney, who... Okay, real quick. How? What are your thoughts on Mitt Romney? Because sometimes he's hidden there sometimes. I believe... I believe that him... Let me see. I would just say that in this particular situation, because to be honest, I didn't really look into senators and um, mm. backgrounds much until the past, <laughs> until this past election. I would say that in this current situation, I would say that I'm happy that he was willing to be of sound mind as a Republican, um, that he didn't allow the the idea of losing power uh, to intimidate him, even with what, uh, if you remember, you sent me the whole thing of them trying to reprimand the seven Republicans for going against the grain of their votes. Right. I'm, I'm glad that they didn't, I'm glad that he wasn't 
you know, I, I, I believe that he also was the most vocal even in the interview of that article where he was basically speaking in my personal opinion as if this is something that needed to be done and I am not bothered by this. They just feel away because they don't want to lose the their party's um, voting power and that's that. So, I mean, I feel like he just, I feel like he knew what was going on and he still chose to do the right thing. That's what I felt after reading that article. I would note um, he has harshly criticized Trump before. Uh, yeah. And as you said, breaking ranks with his party. He was the only Republican to vote to convict Trump on one article during the former president's first impeachment trial in early 2020. And in recent weeks was called a joke and a traitor by Trump supporters while traveling yeah. from Utah to DC, which is funny. He's called a traitor, yet there's his, yet the president at the time was on a call recorded, and he even admitted to it, talking about, yeah, uh, hey, foreign country, I want you to provide me yeah. uh, information on my political rival who wasn't even his political rival at that time. Okay. Joe Biden, you know, wasn't, it, it didn't get down to Biden and Trump specifically until much later. So Trump was already trying to set something up in this, but okay, I digress. Um, and I do want to say something just, just to clarify because I know that when people hear these conversations, they think that people are simply against Trump. I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna tell you that I don't feel wholeheartedly like Trump is wrong. Um, in this conversation, we are just talking about plain outright, if this was in court, this was like dealing with somebody that just the the it was almost like you were hearing the that quote from um Johnny uh, is it Johnny Cochran or is it Jesse? I think it was Johnny Cochran. When he was like, if if the gloves don't fit, it must acquit. That's what I felt like I was hearing when it came down to the lawyers defending Trump. It had, it wasn't, I did not feel like I was getting more than just fluff to pass by. So if, yeah, I just, uh, even with it, there are some things that I can say, okay, Trump had made some sense on that. However, his approach was wrong. The packaging was wrong. The way that he conveyed it, completely wrong. Therefore, no, I can't even trust, no, I can't trust you because your mouth is ridiculous. If you want to make moves, you have to make moves and make, yeah, I know it's going all the way left field. I'm gonna come back. But I just had to get that out because there are some things that I felt like, okay, so you're making some sense. But then the moves that he would make behind it, or then he would say some things to add to it. And I'd be like, now nah, you lost me. I, I, even when I try to root, you lost me. That's just you know my personal. Speaking of people in comment sections, I, that happens sometimes to me mm-hmm. when I'll be with somebody. And we'll be it's like, yeah, you're blah, 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 blah. And then they'll say something. It'd be like, dang it. Like, you done said something. Now I got to push myself back from you because you done said something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, perfect example. Okay, yes, we do need, like, some type of border control. But then you have a build a wall. Wait, pause. 
I'm pretty sure that there are other things that we can do than to use a whole bunch of funding to build a wall. Like, hey, let's improve our immigration laws. Let's let's do something better than almost the movie Life where you got a gun line. Tell them about the gun line, boss. Like, that was dumb. I don't believe that we needed a wall, especially if you're talking about, and, and someone brought this up, and I, I want to make this clear. I think it's like a per, it's not Purdue, but it's like Purdue something. It's like some university that obviously wants to push some right wing idea, but real hard right wing. It's it's, it's a Prager. Idea. Okay, yeah. I was like this. I started seeing the ads more often, and I was like, this is not what I'm looking. Because at first I was like, say what? But anyway. The thing that bothered me was I could agree even with that person that was on Prager. However, I noticed that they were they were almost kind of like trying to make it like a blame you guys. Like we blame Americans for this. Like you got like no, not a Democrat or Republican. It was like general Americans are dumb. And this is why this is happening. And I was like, yo, wait. And it came up the border the border control thing came up and he was like well what about the wall that keeps out the the so you want killers and murderers to come and cross the border and they were like well no but and he was like okay so then what are we going to do about that sir pause for one these high profile killers and drug deals and stuff like that they don't gotta leave because they're the killers and the drug dealers and they making it nice where they are nine times out of ten and this is alleged, but nine times out of 10 in most countries, the ones that have those big high profile killers, drug dealers and stuff like that, they even got in with the corrupt police force. So they right. don't have to go anywhere. So, right. so what, yeah, what, yeah, right. What, what would be the benefit of them coming yes. here? Yes. So and why would we build a wall? You have to think, and, and that goes back to what I'm saying. You have to think beyond that. Like Trump, you had a good idea. Until you said build the freaking wall. And all I thought was, oh, people are about to lose money. That's all I could think. And it's like, also and as and as so many people pointed out, it's like, okay, um, you can dig under the wall. Yes. You can also still get on a plane yes, and you fly can. over the wall. So <laughs> and and as people kept pointing out, most most illegal people get through the get in the country through legal points of entry. Yes, yes. Meaning yes. like ports and airports and stuff like that. So, and it's also demonstrably racist to say, well, what about all the kill drug dealers or whatever? It's just like you don't worry about that from majority white, here? right? White Dude, or European? How did cocaine get here? How sway? <laughs> But that's, but that's, that's, but, but no, but, but that's, that's the thing. They, it was incredibly racist just as soon as like, well, they're, they're bringing drugs and whatever. It's like the drugs are already here. You they, they ain't bringing nothing else. And you're just assuming that, that the people coming over are bad people. Yes. But most of these people that are coming here are coming 
to find sanctuary. That was the whole point that everybody was trying to push before everything went down the way it went down. Mind you, children are still were still in cages, and I think that some are still. Um, while Joe Biden is still trying to, you know, undo that with all of the um, uh, what is it called, the executive orders, and then. Yeah, but but the, real, real quick, the thing was that is these fools didn't even keep track of who they sure were taking didn't. the kids away from. So some of them they may sure never. I, I expect within like 10, 15 years, we're going to hear some stories. Uh, they were separated at the border by the Trump administration, and now they're finally finding their parents. Just you watch. There's going to be some they, they documentaries. Well, they may as well put like some large flyer out per state. If you had children in ICE, please come to blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like that's what's going to have to happen because I just... Uh, and la and aside from that, sir, some of these people that you had, women, I, and this is alleged because I'm going to say off of an article and give you the definite article, I will say alleged. Allegedly, there were women that were ha be having hysterectomies done that were not asking for that. I saw that as and, well. Um, yes. Okay. So again, what are you, what are, what are you trying to do here for real, for real, if this is the case? Mind you, you just got fit. like there are still states out here that are trying to give. I think even uh, the state of uh, Tennessee is giving it to where men can tell their children's mothers if that girl comes pregnant with and they decide they want an abortion, the father can stop the process. He can say, no, you you can't get that done. Now, mind you, that's none of my business. What you do with your body is what you do with your body because Lord knows if you bring it in here, who are me to say that I will take care of that child? I need to determine that for me and mine. However, I remember Dave Chappelle saying this and then I'm going to go back to the main thing at hand because I know I'm going way off track. When Dave Chappelle was like, women need to have control over their bodies and all of them like, woo, and they said, but women also know that if you bring them in here, men have the right to say whether they want to take care of them or not. Because some of y'all be out here, y'all choose to have the children and then you hit them with that child support where he don't want to stick around after he was trying to tell you what he didn't want. So I was like, oop, there's a point there you know anyway long story short back to what i was saying this whole situation about trump again you have like it's not that this man did not have good points there were points that he had not all of them but there were some points that he had that made good points the problem is is the way that he carries it out the way that he handles it and quite frankly a lot of the times when he would do it i'm sorry but it came out looking real sketchy and racist and prejudiced as well as very um, greedy for the rich. If you poor people and middle-class people are not paying attention, he was not checking out for us because I am included. I'm middle-class. That's me. I'm part of that group. Hands raised right here. Well, we, 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 can, we can debate whether or not he has some good points, but... Uh... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying... No, no I'm I, saying... I, like, I remember... Yeah, I, like the thing about the border control, like he should have said, we need to strengthen our immigration processes and things like that, not build a wall. Like, sir, it's almost like it's almost like playing charades. No, it's almost like playing. Um, what's that? They have the buzzer game. Oh man. Anyways, it's that game where you have all the words and you can you can't say the words on the card. If you say you get oh, a buzzer, uh, taboo. Yeah. 
taboo. It's like playing that. It's like Trump was saying everything but the words on the card. And you're like, sir, oh my gosh, this is going so wrong. And then it would take forever for you to realize, oh, you want support and border control. It, it just, uh, it was just horrible. And then the, again, the ICE stuff and all that stuff, it just really came out real racist, real wrong. And maybe that's another reason why there's a lot of more Trump so, uh, Trump supporters, but nobody wants to, nobody wants to shed light on that because we still want to believe that racism isn't real. But uh, let me get through with them, see. Was it uh, Mitt yeah. Romney? Uh, Senator Ben Sass of Nebraska. Senator, that's a fucking last name, Pat Toomey of uh, Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> he said uh, President Trump's behavior after the election betrayed the confidence millions of us placed in him. That's Sorry to betray the confidence millions of us placed in him. It's funny to me, speaking about Trump. Uh, And many people point out to the lawless attempt to retain power by a president was one of the founders' greatest fears, motivating the inclusion of the impeachment authorities in the U.S. Constitution. Uh, Those are the seven senators Republican senators who spoke out against Trump, who, you know, said they had to vote to convict him because of evidence and logic and their oath, their oath to do what they were sent there to do, to their oath to say that no one person is above the law, no one person is above, you know, punishment that you know that they tried to fight against this as 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 you know we've talked about the republican party becoming more of a cult of personality that if you are not 100 percent for trump it's not that you are a traitor to the republican party you are a traitor to trump um one crazy lady, uh, Marjorie Green, uh, she was, a, she's a nutter butter. Uh, probably talk about her at a later date, but she was, she said, the Republican Party is Trump's and no one else's. It's like, the party doesn't belong to one person. But in but when it came down to but okay. Hey, thank you for rocking with us today. Myself, my co-host Monarch would really appreciate if you took the time out to listen and subscribe to her podcast, Soapbox Off. Here's the commercial for it right now. Hello, 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 you guys. This is your girl Monarch. If you haven't already noticed, I've been on Bold Expressions a couple of times with your guy, Carl. And yeah, I'm a little bit of a loud mouth. (laughs) 
<laughs> but if you want to get a little bit more of my content, stop by Soapbox Off. It's my podcast where I come with hard-hitting topics that are jaw-dropping, thought-provoking, and thought-challenging. So if you come, come with your emotions on neutral and your critical thinking on high. You can also see some of the things that I put out on Instagram at Soapbox Off. And if you like what you see, feel free to find me on any of the podcast platforms. And you can also email me at soapboxoff at gmail.com. Hope you guys are enjoying the show. I'm going to let you get back to it. All right. <laughs> you mm. Okay, record now. All right. So uh, we're talking about the election, not election, the impeachment. Um, and I know two things that I, I wanted to make sure that I, I got to, cause I couldn't do it, uh, before, uh, was talking about Mitch McConnell's, um, uh, number one, the speech he gave right after the, right, right after he acquitted Trump, he, he got up and basically told everybody that Trump was at fault. After riding with Trump this whole time, he, you know, he he said former President Trump's actions preceding the riot were disgraceful, dereliction of duty. The House accused the former president of, quote, incitement. That is a specific term from the criminal law. Let me put that to the side for one moment and reiterate something I said weeks ago. There is no question that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of that day. The people who stormed this building believe they were acting on the wishes and instructions of their president. And their having that belief was a foreseeable consequence of the growing crescendo of false statements, conspiracy theories, and reckless hyperbole, which the defeated president kept shouting into the largest megaphone on planet Earth. The issue is not only the president's interpret language on January 6th, it's not just his endorsement of remarks in which an associate urged trial by combat. It was the entire manufactured atmosphere of looming catastrophe, the increasing wild myths, and a reverse landslide, I'm sorry, about a reverse landslide election that was being stolen in some secret coup by our now president. I defended the president's right to bring any complaints to our legal system. The legal system spoke, the electoral college spoke, as I stood up and said clearly at the time, the election was settled. Now, these are all some, you know, some nice words, some nice, concise, you know, rebuttal, you know, rebuke of former President Trump. Now, one of the many things that about that that's frustrating is the fact that he talked about the president's, you know, the lie and all this other stuff. At no point does he ever mention his role in all that. He never brings up the fact that, you know, he rode with President Trump up until then. He doesn't bring up the fact that he condoned it. He never said anything about it until after um after they stormed the capital 
and it's 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 one of the things to where people want credit after the fact for calling out Trump to where they were there the whole time, egging him on and you know patting him on the back, and it's like you you don't get credit for that, and it's mm-hmm. it's 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 so frustrating. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was just that I just wanted to read that and just get that out of there and just get your thoughts on that. It's like, how do you feel about him saying all that, even after he acquitted, voted to acquit him? I'll say that I still just feel that him as well as. Okay, all I'm saying is, is I feel that his his statements as well as the other senators that possibly probably because I, I really feel like a lot of them in the forefront, I feel that they're only doing what they feel is necessary to keep their party from falling apart. Because whether we want to acknowledge it or not that party consists of two different parties. And it's it's even deeper than just Trump supporters and then true Republicans. It is how it was originally put together in the first place, which is in history, if you wanna be honest, the original Democratic Party that took the Republican Party. They were, from my understanding, white supremacists. And then you have the remaining. So you have your race, you have those two. White supremacists are the Trump supporters. Um, and if they don't go with what Trump is wanting to do, then what they do is they will cause a divide that hasn't happened. Um, So that's really all I got to say is it's all strategy. They aren't really thinking about the people. They they weren't concerned about the people. It was never about people because let's be honest, a lot of these politicians, they need big business backing. And Trump was all about business. So to keep all of that stuff together and to keep status quo flowing, I technically believe that they're just trying to keep the facade that that party is one whole unit when they know that it was created or recreated, so to speak, with the intention of white supremacy. And with that white supremacy, it does have power because let's be for real, that top 6% that were only able to vote back in the day were white male landowners that mean that you white you a man and you rich you didn't fit those three categories you were non you were not irrelevant so that's what it came from that's where it still is and if you mess with that then you could potentially divide the republican party because they still have some of those old values hidden old values Mm. 
and okay. I'm not saying and I'm not saying last part I'm not saying that all Republicans in the party are that way what I'm saying is is that because all Republicans are not one way that's why they're having to do it like it's literally a divide it's literally like a different it's like a true Republican party and then that old time hidden secret we really don't want anybody that don't really rock with us because we believe in those old quote unquote old values you have two different mindsets in that party so technically i believe that the republicans are in need of a clean house like get those people out like if you don't be seen that way anymore get those people out of your party because that's what it's looking like right now yeah like i said a lot of a lot of stuff is is strategy um Unfortunately, the, the only strategy is them putting themselves over the people who put them in office. Exactly. Um, now, what I what I have because I couldn't uh, couldn't find it earlier, but I did find. Uh, I know I said something about Trump's uh, letter to Mitch McConnell, uh, and boy, it is. I wonder, looking at it, I wonder who wrote it for him. Because it doesn't have his usual um, uh, it, you, everybody knows he, he has his, his common phrases, you know, big and strong, very, very big, the strongest, the best there is. He has his, you know, Maybe it's he the same person tip. that wrote his comment uh, about Mitch McConnell. <laughs> right, but no, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and I just want to go over some of that right now because it, it is it is hilarious. I'm not going to do the full thing. I, I advise everyone to go look it up. It is some petty mean girls high school-ish. Um. The Republican Party can never again be respected or strong with political, quote unquote, leaders like Senator Mitch McConnell at its helm. Now, mind you, Mitch McConnell has been in the Senate for hella. This is like straight up his like sixth or seventh term in the Senate. So it's funny that he's saying that all of a sudden the Republican Party could never be strong with him at the helm, even though up until you know he lost the election, Trump was the uh, the head of the Republican Party. Uh, sorry, give me one second. So, uh, like I'm saying, uh, you know, Trump has so many. <laughs> it's and I would think that. Trump's letter to McConnell will be a warning to anybody who still thinks that it's okay, that it's a, that, that it's good to follow this man. Because after everything McConnell, you know, rode with this dude, even, even Mike Pence, you saw how he threw mm -hmm. him under the bus. It's just like, you know, especially some of these senators, it's just like, you, you don't even have anything to offer him anymore. So what makes you think that he won't throw you under the bus when he finally comes to that thing that 
either you find is politically beneficial for you to no longer follow him or he finally crosses that line to where you have no choice which at this point i'm not even sure what that would be i don't uh, if would it be to sleep with their wives or something i'm not sure what more it would take for them to say something i mean but even then ted cruz he badmouthed his wife and his dad and he is still he just completely rolled over for him so here was another part this that i thought was funny um he said it was complete election disaster in georgia and certain other swing states mcconnell did mm -hmm. nothing and never will do what needs to be done in order to secure a fair and just electoral system into the future he doesn't have what it takes never did and never will now once again this is mitch mcconnell's like sixth or seventh term in the senate which means mm -hmm. he was majority leader when Trump was elected. Now, all of a sudden, he doesn't have what it takes to secure a fair and just voting system. It's like the same system that voted you into office. It's the same one that made sure you didn't get a, a, a second term. And he goes on to say, um, and this is his... He, <laughs> And he, of course, he he takes. Uh, he said, uh, "My only and this this is this is always his thing." He's saying, "You know, I, I helped this dude, and I was a sucker for 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 supporting him." He said, "My only regret is that McConnell, quote unquote, begged for my." And you know what? Reading this is funny. He said, "McConnell, quote unquote, begged for my strong support and endorsement before the great people of Kentucky in the twenty twenty election." He put begged in quotation marks. If he did beg for him, what? I'm sorry, it's it's a nitpicking, but if you're the person saying that somebody begged for your support, you wouldn't be the one putting it in quotation marks. I'm sorry, it's just, maybe he did write it because that's stupid. Um, He went from one point down to 20 points up and won. How quickly he forgets. Without my endorsement, McConnell would have lost and lost badly. Now his numbers are lower than ever before. He is destroying the Republican side of the Senate and is and in doing so seriously hurting our country. Now, once again, this is funny coming from the person who's has a record who who had record low numbers. He he never got over 50% yes. approval rating, if even that. You like? Do you ever remember him getting like? Oh, you remember him getting like to forty? But it is it is funny seeing him <laughs> seeing him talk about uh, talk about him so so bad. He's like he said he's a dour, sullen, <laughs> and unsmiling political hack. And if Republican senators senators are going to stay with him, they will not win again. He will never do what needs to be done or what is right for our country. Where necessary and appropriate, I will back primary rivals who espouse making America great again and our policy of America first. We want strong, brilliant, thoughtful, and compassionate leadership. Uh, 
And this is another thing. He talks about our economic recovery after COVID was best in the world, even though COVID is still going on. So I'm not sure how you can claim that. Uh, rebuilt our military, even though the military was never broken. Took care of our vets, which is also a lie. Became energy dependent, which as we see what's going on with Texas, no, you, I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm not saying trigger, but it's the thing of how can you say that you became energy dependent yet still trying to push fossil fuel? Well, see, that's, a, okay, so that's a whole other thing. So as, as just as an example, certain things that are making people angry, not just the whole thing about fossil fuel, but I know that it brought to my mind another, um, another climate change move, which was about you know stopping the work to the pop pipeline, which for which indigenous he people he, he mentions this in the letter too. Yeah, so for indigenous people, this was great. For people that were getting jobs off of doing that pipeline, are upset. A lot of people want to immediately side with the people that well I just lost a job because that was my that was my job listen the same way and I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be indifferent I'm not trying to be um unsympathetic but these people that were living on that land were basically being ran out for a pipeline when they don't even take, we don't even take care of the current pipelines that we have right now. That's why the water is deplorable. So what do you think was gonna happen with this one once that one was built? It's time for us to start a more green move and maybe that will open even more jobs because guess what? Now we have to have more people to become efficient in doing things for the green move that people probably don't see right now because they can't see the forest for the trees. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up after you brought up the coal mine because I feel like we don't see that you can't please everybody with some of these things. Like if if we kept the pipeline, workers were gonna have still a only a temporary satisfaction where the people that are still living on their land, they were, they were gonna have a permanent issue where that job, I get it for some people that's their livelihood, but that's still temporary compared to somebody's whole living condition in general. The location as well as the 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 well-being of how well our world still moves in 10, 15 years, let alone the 30 and the 40 years. So okay, go ahead. But no, I that's that's a great point. And it's also uh, kind of moving away a little bit from the election. I keep saying election. <laughs> kind of moving away from the uh, impeachment a little bit. Um, but no, you you are absolutely right. Um, it's to me, it's the same thing. Of is it is basically like okay, you're mad about the coal jobs. I I get it. Uh, I know one some reporter tried to do a gotcha question gotcha question to one of uh, uh, Biden's aides and they were like he was like well when when will the you know when uh, you know when, when are they gonna be handing out these new jobs and 
and you and they were just like, well, when we create the jobs, it's like the jobs that they lost now would be replaced by jobs for renewable energy. It's not like, oh, they Thank just lost you. the jobs and that's it. It's like, right. no, they're going to be, be they're going to be replaced by jobs that are actually forward thinking and jobs that we're going to use for the future. It's basically like it's just like it's just like think of think about all think about all the recycling that we have failed to do that we have to do now do you think that only a handful of people are going to do that no it's gonna have to have hired hands in 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 need of assistance to do that so the problem is not you can't get a job it's just that you're looking in the wrong market it, it's the same thing that they do to students all the time i remember being encouraged so hard make sure that when you go and you choose something choose something that you know is going to be on high demand for a long time it's because the world changes and it adapts and you have to be able to adapt with it right it's like the the tvs that we used to make it's like well we no longer right. make those tvs we're making these tvs well what about all the people that made those kind of tvs it's like well okay well they're going to be making these now we're not doing that anymore so it doesn't make sense to keep to keep working on the things that we no longer do there's no longer you know there, there's no longer for there's no longer pushing our country forward and that's another thing like we don't necessarily encourage people to do more of the trade classes than we do go to college and get yourself in massive debt to get a degree that you might never use only to probably turn around and still go and get a trade because those are the ones that are in high demand right now. We have got to start stopping and taking a moment and paying attention to some things. Even with the trades that we have right now, I can guarantee you there are things out there that's like, okay, we've had an update to current positions or current blah, blah, blah. So if you haven't taken these classes, you may want to take them so that you're well equipped. It's all the time. It's always changing. So when you see that less jobs are happening here, it means that other jobs are opening somewhere else. You have to be willing to open your mind to that and saying, where can I fit into that new transformation? And just like, you know, and they, it's, it's just part of the lie they keep trying to push about, you know, the other, you know, oh, we're, we're not gonna, we're losing jobs. Like Trump said that in his things, like, you know, in just a short time between, you know, Biden being elected and actually being inaugurated, oh, uh, illegals are flooding the country. Uh, pipe, you know, we're gonna lose jobs. Uh, we're, we're no longer gonna be energy dependent. It's like, in what way were we energy dependent? And it's, once again, it's the thing of the people who this is intended for they already yeah. have the number one where is he getting where 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 are the where's the stats where's the data on this it's just like I'm glad that, that you brought that up yeah. okay hello i'm glad you brought that up did you see hello 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 yeah, I don't know what's going on uh, today. It's like keep having a bad connection. Did I see what? 
did you see the video about the woman that she finally accepted? Like she she said she was listening to so many of the conspiracy theories um, in support. As being a Trump supporter, she was listening to so many of the conspiracy theories that she found herself going down that rabbit hole where almost anything that came out was true. She was never watching the news. She explained that she never watched the news because they were told not to watch the news. Her, you know, his party thing that he got going, where it's like the news is fake anyway, don't watch the news. So you're encouraged not to watch the news. So you just keep taking his word for it. No publications, no support, nothing. There's nothing to counter it because you're not watching anything to counter it so that you can think critically for yourself. So she found herself going a little like Stockholm syndrome, if you ask me, until she finally started seeing the things change. And she was like, okay. Because from her understanding, she thought that what was going to happen is that after that happened with Joe, uh, I think, and I'm paraphrasing, but after Joe wins, what's going to happen is Trump is going to like pull a, a Hail Mary with uh, oh, martial law or something <laughs> like that. And then uh, he's going to, and then pulls the martial law thing. There's not going to be an inauguration and he's going to end up still being president. Like that's how far gone, that's just how far gone a lot of these supporters are. And I hate to say it, but if you pay attention, just like the whole thing with uh, the smaller areas with a smaller population having whatever, that's because the smaller, the, the states that have less people living there, what, what, what do you think, what do you think that their average pay grade is? They're probably, and this is no offense, what do you think that their pay grade is? Like in, small, in, in the, like those small counties and things like that, what do you think who do you think naturally reside on the country hillsides with little, like, just, I'm gonna just shut up. Who, who, who do you think resides in those areas? Trump supporters, rural people? Like, I, like so, I, know you were, I know you were asking about the pay, the, the pay grade. I, I would assume like, that the pay, if you, I, was, I would assume that the pay wouldn't be that high because of the areas. It's like, there's no need to have a, a um a high standard of living because in the rural areas it's kind of closer um uh, at least the neighborhoods uh kind of closer um you know they don't have as many big businesses so there's no need for all that you know that type of stuff um and and do you think that those type of people in those areas do you think that they like care about the politics stuff or they only just are like give me the spark notes that's i mean but that's that's kind of how they are they exactly and it and it is exactly the thing of where point. they don't it's like and and because they're in a small area they don't you know they don't get many people coming there and most of the time they're not leaving so their view of people is only from what they hear from these politicians or what they see on TV. So Mexicans are bad and rapists and all this other stuff. Muslim people are, yes. are this and this, black people are like different countries. Right. And it's like, and it's like, well, you know, blacks, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, how many black people do you actually know? I mean, you see it all the time. It's just like, when have you actually seen it? 
is like, tell me a black person, and and it's, and it's not just predicated to white people. You know, black people do right. it too. We we've been like, yes. oh, well, you know, white folks do so and so. It's just like, well, there's black people do some of that Georgia stuff too. Georgia is a perfect example. It, it took us almost thirty years to wake up and smell the coffee as black people that we did not have to continue with the status quo. So the same way that they were that that one race was able to be manipulated to think that they, that black people are probably ignorant and all of this and highly aggressive and you can't be around them and all of that. Black people were thinking, okay, your vote doesn't matter. Um, you it it's not gonna change anything. Whoop de whoop whoop. Like this is it, it's the same thing, and I can guarantee you, before Stacy and before the other groups that uh, that occurred due to the voting injustices that have happened since I believe August of 2013, when the Supreme Court removed Article Five from the um, from the Voting Rights Act. Ever since then, literally, that occurred in August about maybe a few months shot of that in 2013, places were doing everything in their power to put different things in place to keep people that were misfortunate with money, that were lower class, that were working class, that couldn't miss work. So cut the hours and polls. That is, that's the same trajectory that they're doing even when they tell you things on politics so that the politics will go status quo black people brown people white people all alike they talk you remember kev on stage when they talked about the whole social media stuff where in one area you'll get a whole bunch of promotions of this in one area and then in the next area you might not see an ad with a black person for days and you'll wonder why it's because they're treated like countries like separate spectrums entirely to the point where, yeah, if you never go outside of Iowa, you might never see, oh, last part. You remember the, the Mormon thing that I used to watch? Uh, I, yeah, please so. I remember on that Mormon show, I think she they were saying losing Mormon or something like that. I forgot what the show was called, but the mother decided that she wanted to leave that religion. And oh, yeah. she okay, decided yeah. to now, go to now, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she decided that she was gonna travel to where her child, where her son was, and on the voyage there, they stopped by a diner. Now, usually, they never go outside of their parish or whatever. So when she goes, she sees a black woman and her daughter, and that was the first time ever that she had held, even so much as held a conversation with a black woman. This is exactly my point. That's just another example. A little on the stream side, yes, because it's, it's that religion, like there's different ones that have like, you know, no electricity and whatnot, but still, this is exactly my point. Um, if that if that's possible on that level, what do you think is happening in just a regular average Joe society? And seeing as, okay. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. The, the way lack of information hits people and, and just the, in general, 
when you don't know certain things, you respond differently to certain things. Uh, sorry, my co-host is choking me. Um, but just real quick while I have you on here, um, and, and just just in case for those, we're, we're done. We're done with impeachment. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're done talking about that that whole thing. Um, Trump is trash. All the Republicans who voted for who voted to acquit are trash. Start. Right, Mitch McConnell is trash for getting up and saying all this stuff that he could have Lindsey said Graham four years ago. Stuff that he allowed. Stuff that he condoned. But. Um, you know, I'm not going to hold my, my guest too long. I just have to talk about this thing that happened with the mayor of Colorado City, Texas, uh, Tim Boyd. Have you seen this? No. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh. Um, this was a, oh, Facebook, no. a Facebook post that he wrote. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, this was a Facebook post that he wrote before resigning. Uh, sorry, let, let me change the wording of that. He resigned oh. because of this post. Right. Um, let me hurt some... Now, mind you, Texas has been hit hard. A lot of countries, not a lot of countries, a lot of states in the U.S. right now... Um, you know, climate change and all, have been hit with some really hard, you know, blizzards, snowstorms uh, the last week or so. <laughs> and so, you know, they they have been without power. A lot of our friends, a lot of people in our Discord has been without power. They've been having to figure out things, what to do, whatever. Um, you know, when I say without power, I mean like a day or two, maybe more. People are stuck inside their homes. There was a horrible pileup. Uh, was it last week? Did you see that about a hundred car pileup? No, but I'm reading while you're talking and I'm just in shock right now. Yeah, but that was horrible. Now, uh, mind you in Texas, good old red state. You know, Texas, the biggest state in, the, in our country, you know, we could do it our, on our own type state. They, uh, you know, real, real big on, you know, love it or like it or love it, whatever. Uh, they opted to not go with the government supported type of thing of being on their power grid, whatever, because they could do it on their own now millions of people are without power and hurt and need help. The mayor of this city said, let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. No one owes you. I guess Ooh, do you put, want me to read it? Oh my gosh. Do you, do you want it? Do you, do you have the whole thing? I can, I, I can do it. Yes, I'm looking at the entire thing. Okay, go, go, go ahead and read it for the people. Okay, starting quote. Let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. Two exclamation points so he can drive the point on home, might I add, but I digress. Let's continue on. <clears throat> no one owes you or your, well, he said, are your family. I guess he didn't do autocorrect or right. <laughs> anyway. Okay, anyway, no one 
no one owes you or your family anything, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you, in all caps, nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout, exclamation point. I don't know if curse words are allowed, sorry. Yeah, you're fine. That's what he said though. <clears throat> Continuing the quote. Continuing the quote, he says, if you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal without or think outside the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you are sitting at home in a in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're lazy is direct result of your raising. Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. Folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is a sad, this is sadly a product of socialist government where they feed people to believe that the few will work and others will become dependent for handouts. I, am I sorry that you have been dealing without electricity and water? Yes, but I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. We have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and mesh them into one group. Bottom line, quit crying and looking for a handout. Get off your earth and take care of your own family. There's only so much person I'm gonna be able to do, end quote. So yeah, he went in. He went in and got kicked out. So. <laughs> now, let's, let's, let's backtrack for a minute. What, what, where is that? Let me look at this. Uh, seek or swim, your choice. First of all, uh, it was not my choice to have to be stuck in a snowstorm and have the power go out. Uh, it was not my choice to, for you to not, uh, well, some people because they voted for him, but it was not my choice to, to not have, I'm, I'm just being real. Um, this it was is not true. My, it was not my choice for you guys to not, uh, have all this stuff ready, have the infrastructure ready to deal with this type of, you know, uh, power grid, this, this type of thing. Um, uh, one, one thing, one, one person who I've been listening to lately, um, he is on LBC radio. He is a, a Brit. His name is uh, James O'Brien. Uh, I think I'll send you, I'll send you some of his things I've been listening to. He, he is excellent because he kind of has my style as far as when he talks to people um, to where they'll say something ridiculous and he'll ask them a question. They'll try to move on. He'd be like, no, 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 no. I need you to answer this based on your logic. Answer, explain this to me how you came to this thing and why. And I and I just love the way, you know, he has that, that it's, it's I have something to say. Whenever you whenever you're ready to kick the ball, just let me know. Okay. But no, but but the whole thing of the city, what does it say? No one owes you or your family anything. I kind of agree with that, but not in this situation. That's something I tell my son. It's like, remember, nobody owes you anything, so be grateful for whatever you get. It says, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. The city and county, along with power providers, 
or any other service owes you nothing. Mother sucker. That is your response. That is the reason that you were voted in was to help us in times such as these. That's the reason you were voted was to represent us and help us. If if that is not your goal, if like if that is not your responsibility, if your responsibility is to not help people in times of these, the power provider's response is not the power provider's responsibility to provide power. Then what the hell I'm paying the bill for? I, okay. Go, no, go mm-hmm. ahead. Go ahead. Because mm-hmm. I see you about to burst okay. at the seams. So, first off, I want mm-hmm. to give this one little piece because if nobody pays attention to this, I feel that this is another way that, especially people of politics, will always manipulate people to believe a fear tactic. When somebody says socialist, the root word is social. And if you go to socialism, what is the definition of socialism? The definition of socialism is a political and economic theory of social organization, which advocates that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned owned, or regulated by the community as a whole. Again, it is about advocating that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned and regulated by the community. And the last time I checked in in history, in history, a real Republican does not like to have a lot of government to give them say so of what can be and what can't be done. So in actuality, this is not a socialist government. You're you're giving us the opposite where you're telling us that we 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 we're in what more of a dependent on government to regulate things. So yeah, y'all think on that for a moment. Come back to me because I just don't see how you're gonna say that this is a socialist government when in actuality, as a socialist government, we do by the community want to help regulate things, but you obviously have the better hand in regulating things, otherwise we would probably have more say-so of how money is distributed in the first place when it comes to our resources for communities. But that's neither here nor there, is it? Moving on, other part. Instead of you writing an entire dissertation, the time that you took to write this and so much grammatic error that it makes me wonder why are you truly a politician if you can't even grammar check your tweets or your Facebook posts that's more like a thing I do. I'm just gonna be honest with you. So little old me, and then you sitting here putting your instead of you are and O's. Anyway, to see that you could have better taken the time to say, as people would let us work as a community, whatever you can do in your area, try to do this or try to do that. Help your electricians by doing this. You could have made a better impact by helping regulate things within different communities, giving them tips that they can do. And instead you use this moment to be upset because you in your role, which in your role, this is what you have asked for in this role to get this, the voices of the people in your head around the clock. That's what you signed up for. You decided to rant about how you're tired of their mouths. You should be shamed. You should be very much shamed. 
if you were doing this, it's because you were probably ready to retire in the first place, but you like that money too much. You like that money. So instead of doing that, you kept going because you was like, oh, things will run smooth. Things will keep running smooth. We don't have to do much in this particular role. No, that's not. That's not the case. Not anymore. I'm so sorry. We can't keep letting people get into these positions and then not understand what they are signing up for when they sign up for those positions. First of all, you a mayor. You local government, fam. You ain't even a senator. You local. You signed up for this. What, TF. What, uh, real, real quick. Because uh, this, this wasn't in the post. I, I guess you wrote multiple posts. He said, he also said, told people without water to think outside the box to survive. I call people waiting on the cold because they have no power lazy. Even as authorities were telling people to stay at home to avoid icy roads. Bottom line, quit crying, quit crying and looking for a handout, he said, before finishing. Don't be part, don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. Mother sucker, if I am stuck in the house, I can't do what anything. Am I to do? I, I can't what, I can't do it again. I don't have no horse. Where I'm gonna go. And here's what I'm saying. Uh he reveals okay, hold on. Where where is it at? Where where is his BS apology? I would no. never I would never want to hurt the elderly or anyone that is in true need of help to be That's left another. to fend to in to be left to fend for themselves, even though that is exactly what he said. Yes. To get up and do it yourself. He I said the only weak will perish. What you think the older people are? Right. I was Cult. only making that statement. I was only making a statement that those folks that are too lazy to get up and fend for themselves, or they're capable, should not be dealt a handout. I apologize for the wording and some of the phrases that were used. Yes. Duh. Like your wording was horrible and that and and no offense that the way that he wrote that that's exactly how some people feel about COVID. oh but well, no what to, go ahead in in what you, <laughs> in reference to what you said he said his wife was fired after his comments and that he wasn't speaking as an official of colorado city or the county where it sits mitchell county he added that he had not signed up to run again for mayor earlier this month so uh, like you said he was already on his way out it's like I'm gonna, burn, I'm gonna burn this mother down when i he was out. ready to retire he's tired listen y'all a lot of these politicians they will hold on to a seat for the life of them but when they finally are tired when that that when that job becomes hard and it is no longer something that oh we just go into these weekly meetings and going back home it becomes a chore they are ready to retire some of them, I, and I think that it was speculated or alleged that even some people, even in higher political seats, they <laughs> still trying to maintain their seats, but then they're showing signs of memory loss. Y'all, if you don't stop the shenanigans, if you don't go and sit your behind down somewhere before you, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I had a teacher. This teacher was amazing. So sweet. She was so kind, but I am I am in my 30s now. And that was when I was around kindergarten, okay? She has aged. My nephew, who took the same teacher, 
She's mean. She's horrible. She called him stupid. Go and retire before you get yourself juked to pieces. That's all I can say. Like when you are no longer in that passion and it is now something that is lot like it's no longer a passion, it's something else, it's transformed to something ugly. You need to go sit down bow out they always say that a lady know when to exit well a man need to know when to sit his tail down go sit down sit down sit down he should have been sit down well i'm i'm just gonna you know go on a limb and say him talk about socialist government he was already kind of lazy and already he was on that trump yes and the whole notion of the government owes you local it's, it's it's like uh i wonder but, i i sorry uh -oh. get that uh i wonder oh, I if you have fell out no like i wonder if there's a lot of stuff going on in the background i want that recorded there was a lot of stuff <laughs> i put this it's almost as if at least from his point of view I'm speaking about other things, other things where people may want handouts for this and that. He just picked the entirely wrong time to, to, to say this. It's like saying, sorry, it's like being at somebody's funeral and you're like, well, you know what? I think I, can, I got something I need to get off my chest. It's like, not the time, fam. It's like there, there's something there's something more important going on while you trying to talk about your grievance. But what is killing me is that you are local government though. So yes, you do handle the things that directly affect the community. What, what who made you think otherwise? You are not a senator. You are not the president where you say a one in a million people. When you are in a local seat, you are the person that's determining stuff like education allocation, the potholes that need to be filled, straight up community things you are responsible yes you are so if anything you're upset because you are now looking at the fact that i should have handled this better i should have had things in more preparation i probably should have accepted that harsh harsh climates are bound to happen if we don't get though that is what you really upset about and because you do not want to accept what you are upset about which is you doing not as good of a job as you could have had you had gotten so had you had actually accepted some things that you for some odd reason because denial is a fickle mistress you just kept denying that this stuff was even possible and you really wanted to keep your job super simple and smooth now you want to lash out every at everybody? No, you put that L badge of honor on and you wear that L proudly. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. Now go on and sit down so somebody else that maybe they're in their like what twenty late twenty early thirties maybe they'll do something. Let them be somebody that is not worried about a dollar and more willing to work in local government because that's what local government is for. If you don't chill, socialism, if anything, you need to learn to be social. You need some social skills. Otherwise, you wouldn't be saying the stuff that you're saying. Shelter. Uh, 
Oh, this. I said what I said. And I meant oh. it. The community, and maybe if the community has some more regulation on production and things, we wouldn't keep on having to deal with all this stuff because we wouldn't have to be worried about how much big business going to cut a check for so that we can do some things. No. Well, maybe see, if you had embraced more. Go ahead. No, but see, that's, that's their thing. It's lower uh, regulation. You know, they, they, they say they want to do away with regulation, basically, so they can have an excuse to do what they want to without mm -hmm. worrying about the cost of the cost, the physical, the human cost to people who are actually out there doing <laughs> stuff, not them. Um, Community I got this, I got this from uh, the guy I was telling you about. He, he's, he, love you too. He, he had a great quote that I loved. He said, the stuff, um, and I, I had it until I said I was going to say it. What do you, what do you say? The the stuff you don't vote is like you the stuff you vote to get rid of because you don't need it will be the stuff that you need when you do. Basically, all all the stuff that they don't want that they was like when they vote to get rid of this this and the other. Now in times like now to where they actually need this to help when they actually need assistance to where they need the infrastructure that Obama and it was talking about. Uh, you know, 12 mm -hmm. years ago, whatever. Now they need it and they don't That's have it. Hurt. They now, hurt. Now, now they're blaming AOC, they're yes. blaming windmills, they're blaming all these they're things. They're lashing out, yes. They're lashing. Except, except, except for once again, taking responsibility. Yes. You know, you, you need to go out there and you need to make it, you need to think outside the box. You if it was community production, we wouldn't have to keep on going to grocery stores. Maybe uh, farmers could actually sell their produce on the side of, uh, on the side in real farmers markets. Maybe there would be more farmers markets if the community was doing more production and not having to have their hands with big businesses. Don't get me started. This is not a socialist, whatever he was trying to talk about. When you see some social stuff, maybe the community will be able to be in a more ha harmonious condition. Until then, you know it is not what it is. I'm sorry. Let me know when I can say my last little pieces, and I'm gonna head head out. But I'm I. This threw me all the way off. I don't even know why you had me look at this because now I can't even have censorship. I'm talking straight country. I ain't talking real calm. I'm losing all my grammatical like education right now. I need mean, that country. I'm frustrated. Oh, uh, but no, but I'm so I'm so appalled at that. Right, but no, that 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 was it. That's 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 pretty much. We we can go ahead and wrap up now. Uh, okay. Well, before before you, because I I don't want to do the social piece yet. I wanted to give the last little wrap up piece for me. Aside from that, Tim Boyd, shameful. Just like the whole dude leaving for a warmer climate while Texas is suffering that he's in his little Ted Cruz. Yeah. I ain't gonna talk about that either. But I definitely feel that without with all jokes aside, that tweet could have been for something better. Your words could have been could have been could have been created to help people at least to ease their minds, to help them figure out some things instead of just saying, go out there and fend for yourself. Maybe you could have given them some tips to do. That's the problem in our country. We are always reactive and not proactive. 
with health administration all the way to this simple stuff when it comes down to climate change we want to be reactive we never want to be proactive had you actually given this a thought given it a clue you could have helped prevent some things just like they're saying now in numerous articles that plenty of deaths with COVID could have been prevented as they said when it first like when it first occurred for America. But I digress. My ending statements that I truly came on here to say is that now that we know for the situation at hand that happened with Trump, we know why it happened. We have good ideas as to why it happened. It is not because the fact that this man was not guilty is the fact that they, he didn't get enough votes to be charged. And it is because the Republicans do not want to cause a divide within and <laughs> let it be seen on public television, let alone on YouTube all over the world. So now that we have that understood, November 2nd, 2022, that is when you can vote new people at least in 34 seats of the Senate. Mind you, think, and this is referring back to the 2020 Senate election, Georgia runoff. We were capable of making a change where Purdue and Loeffler were gone. Now we have John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock. They're the victors. And the thing is, is that even though the Democrats have 48 seats and the Republicans have 50, the two senators that are independent, which is Bernie Sanders and Angus King, which that's Maine and Bernie is Vermont, they are favored on, on for the Democrats. So if you want to keep this going, if you want to see even more improvement where you have people with actual uh, heart for the people and not for a big business only and making their money to be more money like they aren't already very well established with their money, Let's go ahead and make sure that we make an impact in the Senate elections, November 2nd, 2022. Again, it is November 2nd, 2022. We need to make some changes as even numbered year, every four years, the, we know that the president, vice president and one third of the Senate is already set in place, but there is that even number of years where we have that one third and the whole house included in the off year. So let's, let's try to make sure that we don't lose traction just because the fourth year election with the president and the vice president is done. We still have work to do. That's all I gotta say. And that is, <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna section this off like this is your civics, your civics lessons with Melodic. Um, <laughs> go ahead and tell people where they can find you. Okay, um, now that I am calm down, you guys, you guys can find me at Soapbox Off on my podcast, where you will hear hard-hitting topics that are jaw-dropping, thought-provoking, thought-challenging, so make sure that you come with your emotions on neutral and critical thinking on high. If you haven't necessarily gotten your toes wet enough on this podcast and you want to see some things first, you can always pop by my Instagram at Soapbox. Uh, at Soapbox Off there. And if you want to give me some topics for discussion, or if you want to give a little shout out, or you want to just give me some, some things that, you know, maybe some critique, but talk to me nice. You can always email me at soapboxoff at gmail.com. Um, and maybe, uh, hopefully you'll be able to hear her on something else real soon. Um, <laughs> don't try to hide, I can still see you. 
Uh, I'm not going to put her on blast right now with this, but you can find me. Um, I almost went into a Nelly song. You can find me on Bold Expressions <laughs> on both Twitter and Instagram at BLD Expressions. Once again, that is Bold Expressions on both Twitter and Instagram at BLD Expressions. You can also hit me up on my Gmail account, Bold Expressions, the number four, at gmail.com. Once again, that is Bold Expressions, the number four, at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on, you can also find me on my YouTube channel, Bold Expressions Podcast. Um, you just search for it, you'll find me there. Um, thank you to my, my wonderful guests. Um, as always, uh, I appreciate uh, her passion uh, and what she brings uh, when she's on here with me. Uh, check out her podcast. It is great. She has a lot of great topics that sometimes I look at it and be like, how come I didn't do that? So <laughs> for real, it's, 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 it's some real great stuff. It's real easy, easy listening. Um a lot shorter than mine, so you can put it in and <laughs> you, can, you can go for a walk and you know, be finished and you know you won't have missed uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So um, check out her podcast, uh, you know, Soapbox Off, wherever podcasts are found. Um, thank you to my uh, co-host uh, over here breaking stuff. Uh, so I'll fix it, just leave it alone. <laughs> Thank you to all my uh, listeners, people who support me, the people who check out my podcast, who share, like, subscribe. I appreciate it. It's I I couldn't keep doing this. Well, I would I would keep doing it because I, I have before. But knowing that there are people who listen and who support makes it all the better. You just fix that by yourself. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I wish I could just see what he just did. Uh, <laughs> but just thank you for everybody. It is so who listen to both of our both our podcasts. Um, just just the fact that you took the time out to listen, it's it's greatly appreciated, and we appreciate all of you for listening. Um, please, um, when you have the chance, opportunity, rate our podcast five stars. It helps. Uh, it helps, you know, bring it out and helps the other people find it and listen to it. Um, but yeah, let me stop before I tear up again. Uh, have a good day, good morning, good evening, whatever you listen to this. And as always, don't be so busy to prove your point that you could get your purpose. <laughs>